Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today, I'm going to try and answer an email, a request I've had from a listener, Sabine. Um, and, oh dear, I've only just got back to your email. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm really bad at replying to emails, aren't I? Um, I'm really bad at replying to any communication, to be honest. Well, maybe bad is wrong, but certainly slow. <laughs> I'm definitely slow at replying to things sometimes. Um, and that's, that's, that's not just with, with the, uh, my listeners. That's like, that's with my family and friends as well. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I spend most of the day, uh, just doing my own stuff, you know, just busy working or like studying or like relaxing. And like, I, some, sometimes I think, ah, I don't want, I don't want to use my phone. I don't want to, I don't want to f- use my PC and like, you know, spend more time on it. I, I blame my job because I stare at the computer screen for like eight hours a day. And after that, it's like, no, I had enough. Thank you. But um, yeah, so, sorry about that, Sabine. And um, I hope that my late email is okay for you. Um, but anyway, what I wanted to talk about was the question you asked me. And you wanted to know um, why we British uh, have four national football teams and still complain that we have no good chance of winning international competitions. Well, let me say that you are asking completely the wrong person <laughs> uh, this question um, because I know almost nothing about football. Um, I don't really care for it. I don't dislike it. There's some things about football I dislike, to be honest. But um, it's just... Okay, I'll, I'll explain what I don't like about football first. I don't like how years ago it was like a community thing. 
You know, it was something you, your town had a football team, your city had a football team. And these people who played football, they weren't professional footballers. They didn't have like a million pounds or maybe more every single time they play a match. They were just doing it because they loved it, because it was a hobby. And maybe they got a bit of money, but they had like another job as well. And then, and I, I think that kind of football I would have liked. I would have liked that a lot. But then companies got involved, greedy, greedy companies who wanted money and they took over the clubs and they started paying uh, players ridiculous money to try and get to the top so that they could get more money. And then the fans have to pay so much money just to watch the games that it's just the, the whole thing's just silly now. It's just it's just a joke. That's what I think of football. It's a joke. The game itself. Good. I like it. I've been to a few football matches. It's a good atmosphere. It's fun. But the sort of like the business side of football, what football has become, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but anyway, this is this is this is um, the question about football. <laughs> which how, how am I going to answer this? Um, but there's there's another question in here as well. But the the first question: Why don't we? Why do we complain that we don't have a chance of winning football, even though we have these four national football teams? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because we're not... I think it's because we're bad at football. <laughs> that's what it is. That's why we don't have a chance of winning. Um, so that's that's my answer <laughs> for that question. A bit short, sorry. Um, but anyway, the, the next thing Sabine goes on to say is that it's hard for her to grasp the, the idea, the concept of these... You know, there being three nations, three countries living together on an island... So, you know, England, Scotland, and Wales. And um, across the sea in Ireland, Northern Ireland is, is part of the UK. Um, and it's weird. It is weird because it is... I mean, if you look at like a similar... An island that's a similar size to the UK, you'd say Japan probably. That I think that's... Is that the, is that the closest? Maybe that's the closest. And that's just one nation. That's just one country. Um, but ours is divided up. I mean, the UK is divided up into four countries. Does Northern Ireland count as a country? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. England, Scotland, and Wales are definitely countries. Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Ireland itself is a country, but I don't think it's split I don't think it's split into two separate countries, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. Is it? You're, you're going to have to look that up on Wikipedia if you want to know for sure. I probably should have before doing this podcast, but it's too late now. And now you can see <laughs> my poor knowledge of, of the UK. Anyway, um, Sabine was saying that she believes, or maybe she's heard, um, that we're all sort of suspicious, maybe a little untrusting um of each other um and perhaps that's why we don't have like a, a single nation um i don't i don't know i don't know if that's correct i think sure i mean she also mentions like um we have our own rights and traditions and they can be like, th they, are they threatened by like another country or something like that? 
It is, it is, it is a weird one, isn't it? Why, why do we have England, Scotland, and Wales in Britain? Um, why haven't we joined into this massive country? I think, I think many people, certain, uh, maybe, maybe people who are outside of Europe, especially, think that England or, or, or London, some people think that London is a country, which I find amazing. You know, like London is everything. London is like probably the whole UK and and probably Southern Ireland as well, all mixed in together. It's just all London, <laughs> which which I think is quite amusing. But no, that's that's not the case at all. Um, there are three separate can't speak. There are three separate countries in Britain, and um, if you if you're talking about the UK, then that includes Northern Ireland as well. Um, I think I think the reason that these three countries in Britain haven't joined into one massive country is it's sort of like saying, well, you know, why hasn't Germany become part of France or France become part of Germany? They're separate countries, aren't they? They have their own languages. They have their own traditions. And if if you know enough about um, the UK, then you'll know that that's true here too. Um, the Welsh have their own language and their own traditions. They have national national dress, like their own national um, way of dressing. You don't. You're very traditional. You don't see it often. Um, I don't. I don't think people dress like that anymore. But maybe for like special events, who knows? Um, Scotland, obviously the same. I think everyone's aware of like a kilt and uh, a sporran as well, like a, a little pouch that you wear uh, with your kilt. Um, and and both of these countries have their own language, and the same for Ireland as well. So they're it's they're all separate countries, aren't they? Okay, yes. People in Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, they all speak English. But, you know, maybe maybe some people in... Maybe, I think many people in France speak English and Germany too. So, shall we just make it all part of England? <laughs> I don't think so. It's not... You know, the, if, if a country's separate enough to be its own country, then I think that's good, right? I, I don't think it's... Um, I don't think it's suspicion or doubt or mistrust it's just there's enough difference for it to remain a separate country and um like if if someone asks me where are you from i say england i don't say the uk and i don't say britain some people do and some people think you know if you say england if you say scotland if you say wales then it's a bit like ah i don't want to be part of the UK. I don't I don't like the other countries in the UK. But that's that's not true at all. Not certainly not for me. Um it's just like if someone if if you're in Europe, I don't know, let's say you're in Italy and someone says where are you from? You don't say Europe, do you? You probably say Italy. That's you know, that's the country you were born in. And for me the country I was born in is England. So I say I'm English. I'm an Englishman. Um I didn't have any problem with that. I've 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 been to Scotland and Wales. I haven't been to Northern Ireland yet, but I can tell you that Scotland and Wales are really nice places, like really really nice places and you definitely should visit there um if you come to the UK, if you come to England because I think I think it's all part of the experience. You know, I think just visiting England 
is okay, but there's a there's like a, a slightly different culture that you can feel if you also go to Scotland and Wales and and Northern Ireland too. But like I said, I haven't been yet. I want to go, but I haven't been yet, so I can't talk about Northern Ireland. But I hear it's very nice. So yes, I don't think I don't think we feel threatened by each other. I think we like the idea of holding on to our traditions and like our separate tradi- traditions and our separate cultures and I think that's great. I I like going visiting Scotland, I like visiting Wales, I like the difference in the cultures. I like feeling like I've entered a different country a little. You do sort of feel a bit like you've entered a different country, but it but at the same time it feels like home as well, you know? It's it's a weird feeling. Maybe you can only get that in in the UK, I'm not sure. Um, but at the same time, I do think there's a bit of like rivalry, like a bit of like fighting that goes on in sports. So like, I don't know, like if the English team is playing against the Scottish team or some English tennis player is playing against a Welsh tennis player or something like that, then I do think there's, you know, there's like some friendly rivalry um, between the two teams. Rivalry, rivalry. How do you explain rivalry? Um, like wanting to battle, wanting to uh, support your own country, that sort of thing. So yes, the whole situation is really confusing. It's a small island. It's got three countries. Next door is Northern Ireland split in two, North and South. And Northern Ireland is also part of the UK. And the whole thing's a bit of a mess. But at the same time, I like it. Um, I like I like all the different cultures. I like the fact that there's different languages. You know, even down south, um, in the south, in the southwest of England, there's Cornwall, and that has its own language as well. But it's not a separate country for some reason. I don't know why, but maybe it should be. Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep splitting up. <laughs> keep splitting up um, the UK into more and more little countries <laughs> and just make it even more confusing for everyone. Um, no, that's not a good idea. But anyway, I, I like it. I like the I, I like the different cultures and the different languages and how you can travel just the short distance and you can end up in another country, but you don't have to, like, you know, there's no, um, what, like a checkpoint? What is it? Like, um, you know, when you cross the border, like a border crossing and someone has to look at your passport, there's none of that. You can just go straight into the country and you see like a sign. Like if you drive into Wales, for example, it's like, welcome to Wales. Like you're leaving England now. You've gone into a different country. That's really fun. Yeah. I remember like um, being a kid and thinking, wow, we're going into a different country when I saw the sign. Um, But anyway, yeah. So that's my opinion on the subject. Hope you've enjoyed the episode and uh, have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.